one. Hi there. <laughs> You're watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. I'm Mike Morales here in sultry San Antonio, and that gentleman out there is Jim Johnston in Youngstown, Ohio. Jim and I, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't not be happy, happier because Jim and I are dissecting and tasting El Diamante del Cielo. <laughs> I put on my Univision voice for that. <laughs> Not to be confused with the, the other CLO. Uh, this is the the second coming, the resurgence of this brand. Um, if you joined us for the for the Blanco, the uh, silver uh, tasting, uh, I told a story. This was this came. This comes from. Uh, 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 1472, which is the nom number. It is Fabrica de Tequilas Finos. It was the first uh, fabrica that we that I walked into, and uh, outside of the Jose Cuervo fabrica, which I think that was I can't remember. It was kind of hazy, but that was the second or third day, anyway. But kinda this was everything's kind of hazy after. Cuervo. Yeah, well, you know, especially after <laughs> after so many years. Um, but it was one of the first distilleries, if not the first, that we ever walked into. So um, I'm excited because this is the resurgence, the second coming of this brand. Uh, I, I Last I saw it, it was at a Costco um, in New Mexico, and it, and it looked a little bit different. But um, when I saw the, saw the brand on Instagram and saw it was coming back, I was really happy with that because I remember how good that, that Blanco was, you know. Uh, and I'll be honest, it, if I had the repo of the Añejo, I can't remember. So I'm kind of looking forward to what you have to say about it. Um, let's see here. Oh, nice bubbles. Wow, did you see that? Holy cow, man. Oh, wow. That's a lot of bubbles, folks. You know how I love bubbles. Wow. That's still going. Yeah, wow. The champagne of tequilas. That, oh, <laughs> careful. <laughs> I used to call one uh, that uh, years ago. Another one, another brand highly touted and, and sadly now gone. Uh, but uh, anyway, so this is Diamante del Cielo. Uh, and we're going to pour it and then we're going to taste it. Uh, Jim, what was it you told me off, the, uh, off camera? It was something about the aging. That, that this repo is doing, that they're doing Yeah, the, the point of sale information says that it's aged uh, up to 364 days, which is one day before it's got to be called Inejo. So um, wow. they they let it go as long as it can go as a repo. And, and that's why we get, I think, a little bit of a darker coloring on this. Uh, well, I think we, we noticed, too, that, you know, the, the foil, the, the labels on the back yeah. kind of tend to add a little bit uh, of more color uh, when you would see it on the shelf because uh, the plata, the silver has a blue, uh, it's a, a blue background on the inside foil of the of the label. And this one is gold. So, uh, you know. And I was looking at the liquid that I had in the neck of each one side by side and the difference with the light behind it, you can tell there's the, the, the repo is, is lighter. But if you saw this on a bar shelf, I don't think you'd be able to distinguish one from the other without reading the label. Yeah, probably probably not. Now, I poured mine in my Stasso Jarrito that I normally use for mezcal. And uh, I think Jim did also. I did? Beautiful, 
Beautiful golden color, man. It really is. That That's a very nice, um, I'm not even going to call it straw. I'm going to call it deep straw. <laughs> straw. Deep straw. It, 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 is dark, it is darker than most repos that, that I typically see. Well, now, um, uh, I told the story that uh, the, uh, the, we did a, a huge tasting of all a lot of their brands uh, when we first walked in there. And um, uh, their tasting room is like a loft. It used to be in those days. I, I don't know if it's the same or not. I haven't been back since. But that loft looked over into their barrel room. It was an open, it was open air. You know what I mean? You could look into it and and you can look at your barrel and look lovingly at all these barrels resting, you know. And it's like so that I, episode of Cheers where Norm tours the brewery. Oh, I, <laughs> I could tell you so many neat stories about that trip, that first trip to Mexico that we did with the the um, the Ian Chat, Chadwick Blue Agave Forum. What it, it was the first forum to ever <clears throat> assemble thirty-five different people to take a tour of tequila distilleries when tours didn't exist. So uh, I can tell you some wonderful, loving stories. I, I had somebody, we, we had walked into, just a, a group of us had walked into Arete, the small Arete distillery. And, and I said, I want to see your barrel room, which was across the cobblestone street in the heat. And, and, and as soon as he opened up, the, the, the doors were chained locked, the big wooden doors. And as soon as he opened the wooden doors, I got hit full in the face with with the wood smell and i and i was so stupid i said ah añejo <laughs> that's what i said because i didn't know it i had no descriptors but it smelled like resting you know like like a rested añejo so there's so many neat stories about about that time that i'm eventually going to write about but actually i i had i just have to go find my notes anyway um so the first big tasting we ever did and the first distillery I ever walked in was this one, Fabrica de Tequilas Finos. And I met Arturo Fuente, who is the, the master distiller and the plant manager. Um, very quiet guy. Not, I wouldn't say he was too much of a people person, you know, but he's a scientist. He's a, he's a chemical engineer. That's, that's what he does. He so, talks to the agave. <laughs> yeah, he, he's all about the science, you know, and, and very, very uh, soft-spoken in those days. Oh, but wow. I, I will say that, that other, I've talked to other brand owners who have their tequilas made there. And, and one thing that, that, uh, that they always say is Arturo loves his legs. He loves, he loves his legs, his, his legs and tears. This has the same spice as the Blanco. Yep. But it has mellowed and it has taken that sweetness to that baked sweetness level where this is like, this is the tequila version of smelling warm apple pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that, that, is, that aroma is so gently just pleasant. Oh, man. And I, and I, again, I will confess that I was really excited when I got these bottles. And so I, I, I had to have a little bit of the Reposado because I honestly can't remember if I ever had it way back then. So, and, and I was really glad that I had that, that, that you were the guy that, that was going to taste this with me, because I think you're going to have to walk me through what some of the, some of the finer points. 
Now, I didn't know. I hadn't even read the POS because we get so many of these uh, during the week that uh, it's, you know, sometimes I don't even read the information until the very last minute right before we go on the air. So uh, I did not know that they were arresting them 364 days. That means I would imagine that the barrel, you know, obviously it's a used barrel, but now this reminds me a lot of, of like I've got a, a, a lot of whiskey notes and, um, and I'm kind of anxious to taste it with you right now because I, I want to see if you're picking out the same thing I'm picking out. So let's, okay. let's dive in here. Okay. wow man it's so it's just the the blanco had the same thing all the flavors were there and they just kind of coasted right along it nothing was too crazy nothing stood out more than the other it was just kind of like Here's a nice flavor. Here's a nice flavor. Here's a nice flavor. Long finish. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wow. There, there. Okay. Now, am I getting bourbon notes out of this? Because I, I, it's not telling us it. The POS, the point of sale material, the, the the flyer that we got with it, is not telling us, as far as I know, what sort of barrels. Uh, small oak barrels. Um, I would imagine they're used bourbon barrels. I, I want to say bourbon. I, I was hoping that you would say that because not not Jack Daniels, not whiskey barrels, you know, but bourbon whiskey. I, yeah, I got no sour mash in this at all. I think the sweetness comes from the the, the floral sweetness of the agave. But I think the char is what's taking that spice note up a kick, right. but but still keeping it mellow to the point where it's like that spice is there. It, it, it's definitely there, but it's not killer and it's not huge in any way. And it's just so nicely in tune with every other flavor profile that's in there. It's a little sweetness. There's some spice. There's just a touch of wood tannin for me that I get out probably off the barrel. And then there's a little bit of almost um, baked fruit to add to the sweetness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, almost like a dried fruit a little bit. I remember, now again, I, I had this a couple nights ago in a snifter. I don't, I don't usually uh, have it out of the, uh, my tool set. I call them my tool set. Uh, the Stasso Jarritos. And uh, in the snifter, I got, and then you and I have done enough of these tequilas together that I, I, I'm beginning to get way better at pulling out bourbon notes versus whiskey notes. Right. And I remember this one finishing a little bit drier than, than almost like a really good bourbon, you know? Um, and that's kind of the way I, especially on the finish, I, I got more of that. And you, like you said, it's the char. It has to be the, the char is is giving that little bit of dryness on the on the back end. And I love that. I think, I honestly think, agree with me or not, I think this repo would stand up with a cigar. Well, I was just thinking about that. And I was thinking, <laughs> do you do homage to the man by pairing it with an Arturo Fuente? Maybe a Chateau uh, or a yeah. Sun Grown? 
But I think this would stand up very, very well to any kind of Habano. Oh, really? And you might even be able to take it into the Maduro category and because I think the flavor profile here is so nicely combined that it's not going to overpower any element of the cigar, but the cigar is not going to drown out any of the individual flavors. They stand very well alone, but they kind of flow. Okay. They, they flow together. I, I you know, honestly, I, I'd probably have a little short story, Arturo Fuente short story later on. Oh yeah. Yep. One of these. I've had them. I've had them and they're really good too. <laughs> this uh, is just so nicely um, presented in terms of you got agave there. You pick up the barrel characteristics. You get the fact that what happened with the Blanco has now spent a year in that barrel. Mm -hmm. But none of it is like up on the marquee. This is the big thing that sticks out. And they're all enjoyable. It's all a nice just Second. symphony of stuff here. There it's you go. Great. S symphony. I say I was gonna go medley, but you know, symphony's way symphony symphony medley. Do you know <laughs> if they play Mozart to these barrels? Uh well, they don't. As far as I know, they don't. But you know, I, things may have changed. Um yeah, I I again I gotta say, Brandon Promise nominee. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is ugly. I think that's a big, bold reposado. That that doesn't um, that that plays well with with all the all the players, you know. It's like, yeah. it's like a it's like a nice double play, man. Five four three. Yeah, it, 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 it it's it is bold, but it does not doesn't slap you with any one flavor and say hey, this is what it is. It's you, you still get a lot of good elements out of it that are all kind of standing by themselves, but they're on a they just they just kind of flow along. I really like this stuff. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, and again, uh, our thanks to R.S. Lipman for making that happen. Uh, they're out of Nashville. And again, I think that they, they chose uh, not, having, not remembering what they did with the Repo or the Anejo in the old days with the old iteration. Um, I think that uh, they're, they're bringing it in for that whiskey bourbon market. Because um, I think you and I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think you and I had T.C. Craft. Which is yes. also uh, based in Nashville. Yes. So you know you're not you're you're in Ohio, so you're not that far from from whiskey bourbon country. So right, uh, I think this is going to play really really well in that market. And just occurred to me that maybe the maybe the bourbon they're sourcing has a little bit higher rye in the mash bill where that oh, dryness comes in. Maybe so. Just a little. I mean, not, nothing crazy, but where you know if, if bourbon sits in a barrel for four plus six plus years those those flavor qualities get in there and if it's got a higher mash bill you're going to get a little bit drier uh quality out of that wood that's that's been soaking so i i think this dryness has just a slight bit more rye in in the bourbon side but it's it definitely picks up some whiskey characteristics off that barrel but it's nothing crazy it, it's still tequila and it's still great yeah yeah and i think uh our, i think artudo is a mad scientist i i think he is he has really outdone himself with the with the new version. Um, you know these 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 master distillers slash. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke an Arturo. I'm gonna <laughs> sip on an Arturo. So later tonight, that's what I'm gonna do. Oh my gosh! So anyway, that's hey, that's our take on on Cielo del Diamante or El Diamante del Cielo. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, <laughs> tequila. 
El Diamante del Cielo from, uh, uh, from 1472. That's uh, Fabrica de Tequilas Minos and R.S. Lipman. Thank you again for making this happen. Um, but stick with us because we have coming up the Añejo tasting, um, which I've, I'm giddy about I, now because yeah, now I feel like this is going to be. I haven't, I haven't opened it, so I'm going to break my seal open. And then, Scott's uh, boy is all happy now. That this yeah. Is gonna taste like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, stick with us. Uh, I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio. That gentleman out there is Jim Johnston, Youngstown, Ohio. You have been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you're listening to us uh, you know, on Spotify, wherever you download your, your podcast. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, hit, the, hit the, the, the red button, subscribe, the notification bell. And hey, whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.